One, two, three, four, five. Normal speaking volume. This is Ace Wizard, and I'm hosting NPR or something. Where we'll have Ira Glass, I think. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so you're a continue fan, I hear. So, like, how long have you have you have you been watching, and like, what sort of have you enjoyed? So my perception of time has been shattered, like even before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, like I live. I am so, I don't want to say like it's a virtue, but like I'm kind of so present minded that the future is, you know, scary and nebulous and the past is, you know, sands slipping through my fingers. Uh, But a long time, though, I mean, uh, I really liked their one video that was like this Sung Wukong game. Oh, shit. uh, That they played. Yeah, like, I think it was on the Wii or something. And then I got really into fantasy fiction while I was at college. Uh, it would just, you know, made me laugh. Yeah, fantasy fiction's fucking, that, like, absolutely, like, my favorite podcast of all time, hands down, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it was the start of it all, baby. It's I listened to that back before I knew what a podcast was. I was a so, yeah, I was a, I was a sophomore or junior in high school or something, uh-huh. and I just started listening. I just binged like like half of it at once because like thirty six of them had been out at that point. I just binged all of them at one, and I was like, all right, well now what? Yeah, and I, <laughs> so here here's the thing about fantasy fiction, right? It got me into fantasy. Yeah, same, hundred percent. Like I didn't, I was not into fantasy at all before fantasy fiction. Yeah. Like I read like half of the first Lord of the Rings as a kid in like eighth grade, and I like was so bored of it. Like I didn't like it at all. It's dry. It is dry. It's probably not the best introduction, but fantasy fiction that eases you right in because it's so fucking funny. Yeah. No. Because like the Lord of the Rings books, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien really knows how to make a world. Textbook, right? You know? <laughs> he will tell you every. He'll tell you the fucking trade route of fucking honeysuckle or whatever. Like any, 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 any little minute detail. Like every fucking tree branch gets its own paragraph, and on the tree branch, there's not even a fucking like stink bug talk about his cock or anything. Yeah, George R. R. Martin, you know, will tell you what everyone's eating, right? Yeah, you know, J. R. Tokens gonna tell you about all the trade routes and everyone's like individual herald trees, right? Um, C.S. Lewis is going to say, you know, Santa Claus is there. That's cool. <laughs> uh, and J. and J.K. Rowling uh, can't make a world that stands up to any level of scrutiny at all. That's correct, because she can always just change whatever facts she pleases at any given time. Think about literally any aspect of the Withering World for more than not at all, and it collapses like a house of cards. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. It's like ancient British, but it's also like futuristic. And then there's fucking like Quidditch and shit. Like how would like how would like a government agency like not see that like instantly? Like if they just fucking had some binoculars out one night, they just see like all these fucking lightnings and shit coming out of a castle on yonder hill. Or well, I mean, she says that like technology doesn't work in Hogwarts, but it's like all right, so we just like a satellite viewing down. So like we're gonna see something. You don't. We don't notice a EMP field, like at all. 
ever. Exactly, like the fucking giant climactic epic battle on the roof with Voldemort or whatever. Granted, I think the um, I think the entirety of the Harry Potter series is all pre nine eleven. So I don't think we were quite at our um, surveillance state. Ah, uh, well, like that's true. She's gone on record. She's gone on record saying that a rational man with a shotgun could beat a wizard, right? <laughs> but like, so if that's not the case, why isn't there this guy who has a wand in one hand and a shotgun in the other? That is genius. Or, or if you will, a wand duct tape to the side of a of a shotgun so it's a third barrel yeah no one invents spells either and like when i was at college i was going off on a uh, harry potter rant because they're bad books but like i was just like hey harry should have rocked up to voldemort with an infinite shotgun spell it's a spell that um makes like a bunch of shotguns around you and then just fires into you forever <laughs> that's a good spell that's a good spell. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty hard to beat. I don't know. Like even like a guy as powerful as the the, the one who shan't be named himself. Voldemort, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fascists want to look cool, so you got to make them look like huge dorks at all times. Correct. <laughs> but like, if I was like a Star Wars character, right? And I have like just force telekinesis. If that was my one force power, I'm having a blaster, and I am wanting. All the, my blaster shots. I'll be, I'll be. Guy never misses, or something. <laughs> you know, and they'll be like, I'll go like, and they're like, oh, ha, you missed so much for guy never misses the the crack shot Jedi, and then I'd be like, and uh, you just use the force to like fucking like ricochet it off of like a rock, and then like. Yeah, just, a birdhouse, and then like a tree branch, and back down <laughs> through the guy's head. JFK. <laughs> yeah, like so. Some kid was like, "Please, sir, I would, I would like my space subway sandwich to be toasted." And and then the laser shot passes over the sandwich, toasting it. Oh, that's beautiful! Like the perfect distance away as well, just so like it's not too burnt. Yeah. I used to get my uh, Subway sandwiches double toast. That is a move for sure. That is a move. Yeah, I like, like a little crunch. crunch in my bread, a little, yeah. little crunch in my sandwich. I mean, because otherwise the, the bread there is kind of spongy and wet. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Are you familiar with Wawa? Um, sadly, I'm not. I, I live in the southeast of America. You live in South America? No, no, no. Southeast of Northern oh. America. Um, I am also in the southeast of Northern America, but I'm probably, I might be a little more south than you. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we do have Wawa's here in Florida, and it is... We we, we playing Doxing Chicken? We going to name a state? I mean, yeah. Uh, South Carolina. Oh, you're a little north. You're a little little stone's throw away, so I guess they haven't quite made it up there yet. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, what was it? Yeah, so Wawa's actually, like, it's a gas station, right? But you go inside... And it's fucking, like, a million times better than Subway. Oh, really? Like, hands down. Yeah, I mean, Subway's place in the market's cheap, right? Like, that's that's their thing. Yeah, but Wawa's also pretty cheap. It's a mm. thing. It's gas station food, but it's prepared in a way that, like, it's good. Like, they have a dedicated kitchen staff inside, as the, and the gas is outside. Oh, so so it's not like... So it is, like... It's a dedicated fucking thing. Like, you walk in, there's a kiosk there. You just press all the buttons... For the food you want, uh -huh. you pay for it, and a guy makes it. 
Oh, number 669. And then you grab your food and you leave. You don't got to talk to anybody. It's fucking beautiful. Uh, I'm pulling out my yellow card. You you missed an opportunity to go 69-69. Uh, that's a penalty. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> my bad. Spend 15 minutes in the penalty box here. Yeah, yeah. So what I like about fantasy, and I tried to do this in my setting, is that, like, anything can happen. Who cares? Yeah. Right? Like, the rules... So, like, the rules are the ones that you make up, right? And I mean, like, you can do that poorly, you know, as we've established with J.K. Rowling. Yeah, as we know. You can do it. Yeah, but, like, I mean, let's be real. Anything really quantified with the force it's just like a quasi spiritual excuse to have telekinesis and like lightning and stuff you know true and and when you did quantify it whoops we're doing eugenics <laughs> what's it called have you ever read uh what was it kings of the wild wild with a y no i haven't it is so fucking that good that sounds awesome so this guy nicholas eames he has this book it's about like these a band of mercenaries called Saga. It's these six guys, and they're likened to rock stars, right? Uh-huh. And it's these six fucking like guys in their forties coming back twenty years after they stopped adventuring to go on one final trip. Oh my god! So it's a sent. It's a fantasy story, it's just like Rush. but it's like, but it's also like we're getting the band back together. It, like it works on so many levels. And it's hilarious. And our number one hit, getting questing and breasting, baby. <laughs> what what really inspires me is tabletop games. Oh yeah. So like, um, the way I conceptualize Jatzel, my setting, is that it, it's a tabletop setting, and like characters all know it a little bit, right? Like, if it's funny, a character can submit your character sheet into court for evidence. Your character sheet in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Um, I, 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 I have this one work in progress for. Uh, I was gonna make it like a courtroom drama type story. Oh my god. Uh, because who's who are the greatest nemesises, nemeses in in, in, in video games? Phoenix Wright and Miles Edgeworth, of course. The classic, the classic dynamic duo, of course. When you think, when you think of Nemesis, you think of these two handsome young men in court on opposite opposing yeah. sides. Yeah, and they make out a little. Right. Whenever the camera cuts away to something else, you know, yeah. you know, like right there on the table, they're going at it. And Miles just like, ah, oh, come on, troll here. What are you doing, <laughs> Your Honor? The 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 claim. The courts claim that my client here literally scared the victim to death, right? However, Exhibit A, her character sheet, look at that charisma score. Tugboat sound effect, it's really low. (laughs) She can't make an intimidation check. I would have figured high charisma would have meant that you are so well-liked that no one could be scared of you. But you're you're taking it the opposite way, which is probably the correct way. Well, I mean, because in uh, you know, in D and D and in the better game Pathfinder, the uh, intimidation is charisma. You know, goes off of your charisma modifier. That is, 
that's bizarre, but I can kind of see where they're going with it. I mean, there's rules for like if you're like, do, I, I don't know. If I like do, if I like rock up to you, right? And I'm like chiseled and I'm like a Conan type, yeah, right? And I go, hey, Buster. I, I'm gonna shove you in a locker. That sounds like you would be scared of him, no matter how well he said it. Well, yeah, but also, like, I should be using my strength, because I'm doing it with my physicality. You know? <laughs> but, the, like, as as written, as written, the bard or the sorcerer has the prettier words and are thus better at intimidation. That is, yeah, that's that's a strange little quirk, I suppose. I've never really played much D&D, and I've, I've never heard of that, that other one. Pathfinder was originally an offshoot of D&D uh, from their fifth and a half edition. Uh, and then they were like, hey, we're going to make our own uh, D20 fantasy tabletop game with Blackjack and Hookers. Oh, fuck. And then they did, and then it's better. Well, Pathfinder 1E is a lot of 3.5, which is a lot of like... Tiny weird math doing a lot of tiny weird things, you know, but uh, Pathfinder 2E is, which is my preferred system, uh, kind of flows a little bit better. Is that like from, Ratatouille? It's a little bit like Ratatouille. Every player gets a little rat. <laughs> is that so? Uh, and, 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 and you wear it, and then the rats are actually the ones making the rules. I like the sound of that. Um, did you see that meme? It, it must have been like a Tumblr post or something that got screenshotted and then put on Twitter and then screenshotted again and put on Instagram by the time I saw it. But the only time, the only way to uh, curate content. Exactly yeah. right. It's through a couple of lenses. So there's this. There was this like this guy describing. Hey, I want to do like like. There's this guy who figured out that a bard character can do not just music, but it can be any form expression of art. And then he took it as cooking is an art. And then he's like, hey, can I be a rat man with high charisma who, bard who cooks and then controls people? And then the, the DM's just like, no. This <laughs> guy's trying to make a ratatouille right here. I mean, here's the thing. If it's like for a dumb one shot where we're going to be blitzed out of our minds anyways... You know, if beer's already uh -huh. at the table, I'm going to let you run with that concept <laughs> if it's just a dumb one shot. Because, like... Who cares? It's a one shot. <laughs> what if it's just like a fucking five year long campaign? Like you and your fucking you and your mateys are all just fucking through trials and tribulations and shit for five years together. And there's a fucking rat. <laughs> I mean, there there is a comic about that too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So like the comic is essentially this guy makes a joke character. He's a clown. He throws pies at people. And it's like session one. Like, oh, it's me. Fuck so the clown. To <laughs> And then, like, then it's like twenty, you know, session twenty nine. Oh my god! Fuckso the clown bravely sacrifices himself. <laughs> so, like, yeah, you're gonna get attached, even if your character's a joke, because you know they're they're your little friends Fucking that live in your head. Drops of Jupiter starts playing as the clown like sacrifices himself for everybody. <laughs> see, see, my go-to is either I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, that one works from, too. Uh, I like that one from a. Uh, Independence Day, right? Um, it, no, no, no. Um, Armageddon. Armageddon, right, right, right. Um, and then I also like from Spider-Man 1, I want to say, There goes my Oh hero. my god. You have no idea. <laughs> the fucking episode 6 of my show. Like, uh -huh. wherever you're at right now, just skip to there. 
Mm-hmm. And just listen to that episode when we're done here tonight. I just 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 promise you'll do that for me because you're in for a treat. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think it was Nickelback that made that song. Nickelback, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Have you ever seen oh. Step Brothers? No, not Step Brothers. The other guys. The other guys. Oh yeah, no, I love the, the other, other guys. guys when fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson and fucking Samuel Jackson jump off the and roof and then just fucking die to that song playing. <laughs> they just fucking aim for the bushes. The camera pans down. It's just a, it's just a sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> that shit gets me every bit. fucking I, time. Like it's just a complete like non sequitur to the rest of the movie too. <laughs> yeah. So I've um, I've, I I have my own idea for one of those jokes. Um, but it goes a little bit further, right? Because you only spend like what five minutes with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and the other guys, right? Yeah. Um, so for me, you spend like acts one and two with with Dwayne and Sam Jackson, right? And then so you you spend acts one and two with them. Then it's the car chase, right? Like car like that, chase yeah. like three, <laughs> right? And then but but the fruit car comes up, right? And then they run through the fruit cart, but then the camera doesn't, st- it stays on the fruit cart. And then you just start following fruit cart guy for the last third of the movie as he tries to like, he like contacts the police department. He's trying to get, you know, he has to file claim, you know, insurance. Oh, my fruit, my fruit cart got fucking tipped over. My cabbages. Yeah. Like. So, like, you know, insurance doesn't want to pay because insurance never wants to pay. That's how they make their money. Uh, you know, and, and, like, his marriage is kind of falling apart because of the f- additional financials. Re- right, you yeah. Know, strain and everything. <laughs> yeah, just and, the like, whole you third just kinda, act of the film is just this other guy. <laughs> just this other guy. And there's your and, title. Like, yeah, and then, like, I want to, like, I want, like, it's a like fundamentally changed genres too. It becomes like a slice of life, like fucking dramedy, like not even dramedy, just a serious drama. Something like prestige television thing that they would put on HBO. Exactly. You see yeah. you guys dick, so you know it's not going on cable. Oh hell yeah. And then you hear like a fucking that, that Hell's Kitchen violin violin sting. Yeah. So you know it's fucking serious. Yeah. I think that'd be a fun I a producer would hate me. No, that would be fucking the best movie of all. The only thing, though, is, like, once the twist happens, like, once you're aware of the twist, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, you can't really watch it again. Oh, yeah, it it only works once, yeah. But... It only works once, and then, like, someone reads a review of it, hears about the twist, and, it, and then, then then you just never fucking, like, you, it's, you get spoiled of it. Yeah, but it would be... The perfect movie to just inflict on your friends. Yeah, no, like if you've never heard of it, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This is the other guy's um, colon the wizard cut. What does that mean? The wizard cut. <laughs> <laughs> like they actually filmed like a whole bunch of shit, and they just like didn't use. Yeah, yeah. Like they had this whole arc <laughs> planned out for this fruit vendor, but then they're like, "Hey, you know what? This this movie's got to be like." <laughs> This movie's got to be like 90 minutes, so we got to kind of cut all this. Yeah. And also the Samuel Jackson shit, like they only kept five minutes of that. They filmed all of it. It cost millions of dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember the movie Lucy? No. 
Um, so the, at the end of Lucy, she uh, well, first off, she starts using a hundred percent of her brain. Oh yeah, right. And then when she starts using a hundred percent of her brain, one of her first actions is to call up her mom and be like, "Hey, mom." I remember your titty milk, right? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> weird, weird thing to do, right? Like, that's it? it? She Does she, like, comment on it, or, or, or she just she, reminds she, her that? She does, like, a soliloquy about it, about, like... A soliloquy, yeah. oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, she does some bullshit about, like, connection of, you know, between mother and daughter or whatever. But, like, I'm, I'm sorry. If, if I'm a mom, right, and I'm, like my adult child right so i'm like yeah like uh, i'm fucking like, like you're in your like your 50s at yeah, least yeah i'm trying to retire you know i'm looking at yeah like, you're I'm, getting there you're looking at options yeah i'm looking at lake houses or whatever yeah you're you got more gray in your hair than you than you than you had originally right. but you're still you still got it you're a fucking silver fox yeah, yeah yeah and then your daughter calls you up hey mom your breast milk was fucking awesome I think I no longer have a daughter at that point. Like, that's weird, right? That is... How do you... Then this was in a feature film. This was in a feature film. And then she what? later goes on to become a USB stick with all of the sum of human knowledge on it. And then my <laughs> girlfriend at the time took me to this. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. And she broke off with me before we could see Mad Max Fury Road, an actually oh good God. movie. Mad Max Fury Road was a fucking phenomenal film. Yeah. That, sh- that movie's so good. I know we're glossing over the, the girlfriend thing, but Mad Max is a good fucking movie. Oh, and you, you, have you seen Fury Road? Oh, yeah. No, I saw it in theaters. Oh, oh, you saw Okay, that's good. At least you, you, you saw it in theaters. I only ever saw it, like, on my TV in my room. Oh, no. I bet, like, in the theater is just a completely Ch- fucking different experience. Fundamentally changed my brain chemistry. No, it's like... The camera pans around to the front of the truck, and there's a guy strapped to it mm. with a fucking guitar, and he starts playing it, and fire comes out and shit. Oh, yeah, no. Like, that was... is... That, it's so fucking good. No, it's fantastic. Uh... It's so good. It's all practical effects, too. That's the wildest part. They actually went out to the fucking desert and did this shit. Yeah, no, I, I saw that movie with my brother, uh, and it was my birthday. Saw that movie with my brother, went to his house, and got drunk for the first time. Best birthday oh, ever. Oh, fuck yeah. No, that sounds like a good fucking birthday. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> I wish I saw that shit in the theater. That must have been insane. Yeah, no, it it was it was awesome. I saw recently... Travis Scott came out with his album recently. Uh, the Burger Guy. My brother and I went to the movie theater... And they had a movie tie-in with the with the album that he had made. And it's just basically just like a bunch of music videos strung together and then like a part where he's just performing on like a like a in a stage. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda like you're at a concert, I guess. But like listening to that album in the theater with the theater speakers Ooh. just like made like completely changed my opinion on the album entirely. Like I like before going into it, I was like, Yeah, this is alright, mm-hmm. I guess. And then after listening to it there, I was like, fuck, wow, this is actually really good. I mean, I'm going to be real. Uh, Give Up by the Postal Service, that album, sounds the best on, like, a record player. You know, it needs that little Mm -hmm. bit of of hiss to it. 
know? they probably like made that album with that like th- like with that in mind. I think so. I mean, the that it hisses a little bit. Yeah, I mean the that album it reminds me of winter, right? It reminds me of like January. Like we're in winter and it's been winter. Right? Mhm. And and you're kind of just like walking through the city and it's still snowing and like you're maybe been a rough couple of weeks, you know? But right, but you got some fucking you got some soup at home. Yeah, yeah, you can. And you're walking, you're just walking through fucking snow, like your socks are wet. Yeah, yeah. And you're and you're you're. It's like that. It's like that that Campbell's commercial mm-hmm. for when the kid's a snowman. And he walks I mean, inside. <laughs> maybe a, a little less upbeat than that, you know. It's... Like before, no, like I'm talking like before he goes inside. Oh yeah, like yeah. he's still making his way to the door. That's the album. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's the hope of the soup. You keep going despite everything. Now, speaking of old soup commercials, you ever see this fucking that Chef Boyardee commercial where the kid and the mom are at the grocery store and they go past the Chef Boyardee? Oh, yeah. And then the mom's like, no, don't eat that shit. And then no, the kid's like, "Oh, Kid, 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 look at me. That shit is garbage. <laughs> that can just fucking jumps down and then rolls itself to her house. And, and I'm like, I'm, the I'm mom be- would have thought, like, if you were, like, if you were a parent, right? Let's let's put you let's put you like you're in like your mid thirties. You have a child of four, like five or six years, oh. and then you you go like you're like no child. You cannot have this 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 item mm-hmm. from the store shelf. Oh man, oh rats! And then they drive home, and then like oh, what do you want for dinner? And then she just pulls this shit out. Yeah, no, my kid just. I'd be like, you fucking stole that shit. What the fuck? That is a crime. You child, you cannot do such things. Or because, like, the... I mean... Like, who fucking knows what's actually in that ravioli? For all we know, it is sentient. So either this kid's getting beat, or it's eating a fucking sentient creature. Like, neither of which sound very appetizing at all. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? It, like, rolled over a road. Right? Yeah, right. Like, under like, through a, grass and mud and shit. Like, and, like, under a truck. Yeah, like, under... Yeah. So, like, that ravioli can should be fucking, like... Just dented and yeah. fucking black That's fucking leaking. garbage like the labels fucking sliced open the fucking yeah. yeah that's a good point i never thought of it that way uh speaking of weirdo commercials um have you seen the uh folgers i think it's folgers uh incest coffee commercial what yeah okay folgers so... incest coffee yeah okay so what all right so this kid gets back from i think he went to africa on like the peace corps or something right Mm -hmm. he comes back home and he's like oh finally some coffee you know hey sorry could you know gives her a thing you know gives her his sister a like a small box you know here you go sorry sorry you know i couldn't get you something bigger and then she takes the the like little boat like um well, not like the bow, but like the palm type bow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Takes it off of that, pins it on him, and goes, "You're my present this year." And like, that these is... actors want to fuck. Like, there's, <laughs> there's some there's really some energy no... going on that probably wasn't there's scripted. It wasn't scripted on. that yeah. way, but you—that's what is seen on the screen. It was—it did not go quite as intended. Yeah. 
It's like the Mark Wahlberg Transformers movie. That is, yeah. You know, that's <laughs> he's supposed to be doing the over, you know, over protect dad bit, right? Mm-hmm. But um, Mark Wahlberg wants to fuck her. Right. I'm sorry. That's true. And also, you have a character in that movie carrying the Romeo and Juliet law in his fucking wallet. <laughs> and I think you need to go back to your script. I'm sorry if you or the part where a fucking that... or part where a fucking robot transforms into a fucking Dr Pepper dispenser or some shit and like shoots a can out and Mark Wahlberg drinks it and like looks at the camera and smiles and then fucking runs off. <laughs> I think you're conflating two scenes, something like uh, that. But like there, you know what I there, mean? Like there is a scene. Well, there is a scene right where a Bud Light truck gets yeah. destroyed. Now that now you're jogging my some memory, guy's like I hope you have insurance. And then Mark Wahlberg's like, "Oh, you fucking, you you think I got insurance, bud? Fucking, that's a spaceship. <laughs> Fuck you!" And then he t- picks up one of the Bud Lights from the ground, uh, label facing us, of course. Right, right. Uses the guy's car door to open the bottle and then pretends to drink it. He fuck, it gets all over him. <laughs> Gets in his eye somehow. <laughs> One of the best scenes in that stupid, stupid, deeply stupid movie. Yeah, it's stupid, but it's fun. I mean, yeah, it, it has John Goodman. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, my show's stupid, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, when, if you go into it with that sort of mindset, like, fuck, you're not going in there expecting to, like, be moved. I'm sorry, Optimus Prime is my dad? Optimus Prime. <laughs> All right, so Autobots, let's roll out. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Is this is that the alien from your show? <laughs> no, Did I can just her? I I can just do that voice. Oh, crazy! Yeah, it, it took a little bit of practice, but like it's something I've just been have. I just had that in my back pocket for a while, and uh, it actually got me a few voice acting roles. Oh, nice. Up to, like, recently, like, back in January, I was with my my good friend of the show, Skyler. He has a podcast called Omega Star 7, which I've been mm-hmm. more involved with for the past couple months. We've been making some really good shit over there. Ooh, but nice. he had a table read one night where we were reading through one of his scripts. And there was a robot character in the script. It was basically, like, Among Us. Uh-huh. If it was, like, a serious murder mystery. Uh, very funny okay. epi- like it's a it's a very funny uh concept but it's it's played very seriously and mm-hmm. so it's a very serious story and then you just hear me in the back like just doing that the whole time hello my name is doc <laughs> nice I'm just doing shit like that the whole time like i'm just this robot on the side and then i whipped that out during the table read and they thought i was like i had a text-to-speech open mm-hmm and I just like kept doing it, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's like saying that right now." And then they gave me the they gave me the part on the spot. I uh I have a number of voices in my pocket. I'm trying to Is remember. That so? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, of course, everyone's got a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, yeah, Garsh, Mickey, I fucking did it. I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> Garsh, I love murder. You son of a bitch! I represent the Disney Corporation. Um, you know, I got that one. Uh, I'm the captain of the gravy train. Sorry. Hey, uh, hello, it is I, Kermit the Frog here. Yeah, everyone's got a Kermit. Uh, Kermit. And it is I, Pee Wee Playhouse. 
design. Rest in peace. Uh, I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> Fucking Dr. Claw. Yeah, I mean, it's Dr. Claw, <laughs> but like, with, in, in my brain, that voice is the precursor statues from Jack and Daxter 1. Yes. I will give you yes. give me 90 precursor orbs. Oh, I, it's spot on. Yeah. Oh my god, I fucking love that game. That game captured my imagination as a kid. I remember when I was a young a young child, mm-hmm. I played that game. I played the fuck out of that game as a kid. Uh, but the thing was, back in the day, I didn't have a fucking memory card. Ooh. So I would play Jack and Daxter like the first hub world over and over oh. again. Oh yeah, I mean, I just and did... the same thing would happen. And I had like SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. I would just play Jellyfish Fields every see, day. Like wake up, turn to fucking PlayStation on, play the same fucking level. See, I had uh, I had um, Revenge of the Flying Dutchman, not Battle for oh, Bikini my. Bottom. That is hey. that is a much inferior game, but yeah, it's I, I remember playing it as listen, well. Listen, bud. I liked it as a kid, okay? It's uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it mildly as a child as well, but I always did think Battle for Bikini Bottom was at least marginally better. I I didn't have both, so I had nothing to compare. I had I had Super Sponge to compare it to, the Super 2D Super Sponge. Yeah, the 2D the, platformer is that, that was hard to What's fuck. that? <laughs> is that the PS1 game or yeah, something? Yeah, I think it was PS1. Oh my, I never played that one. Yeah, yeah. I think that they didn't they have like fucking actual like porn in the game files of that one i think it came out like years later like they had they had actually yeah they had porn of it i was not able to access it no like it was in the files like hidden away i gotta look this up now yeah i'm sorry that's wild what yeah no i can't i can't be spouting like just wrong information but i do remember hearing that at one point yeah this isn't joe rogan i i I expect better of this podcast of course of course Hidden uh, images. Jamie, Let's get a see. Clip? Oh my! <laughs> oh my God! What? Oh no! Oh, I don't know if you want to see this. I mean, I'm not seeing anything. It's oh an audio no! Medium. Oh no! <laughs> Why? What's going on? Oh What's my God! Oh my God! You're gonna fuck! I don't know how you're gonna react to this one. <laughs> oh. That is a fact. The game developers drew this shit and put it in the game, like in the files. Uh, okay, so that is Patrick. <laughs> well, first off, you gave me a second image with the first image as part of it. So I'm going to go from top to bottom. First off, it is a dehydrated Patrick um, catching for SpongeBob pitching, uh, as it were. Um... <laughs> Just really making some. They're they're enjoying each other's company. Um, they are. They are. And then they're having a good time with it. And then the second image is Patrick um, <laughs> and Sandy having some coitus. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, Sandy's expression's a little hard to to to, read, to, to, to read. I'm not sure. She doesn't have like the heart people, so I'm not sure. If no, she she looks like that fucking episode of SpongeBob where Sandy like loses her fur and then Plankton like. That's what it looks like when Plankton's inside of Sandy's yeah. fur, and Patrick's just going to town on that. She took it. She she took it off to take a shower. Let's be real. She looks like a fucking dehyd. Like yeah, she looks like a husk. It yeah. doesn't look like Sandy at all. And then the third image I'm going to call BDS Spongebob as 
drawn oh by the Johnny the Homicidal Maniac guy. Look at the size of those fucking heels. Yeah, no, that's the Kingdom Heart. Well, maybe not the Kingdom character. A Bayonetta character, maybe. Bayonetta for sure. Yeah. Like Bayonetta like summons this shit in like in level three. Yeah. It just fucking destroys you, and then locks you in like one of those like like what's it called? Uh, Iron Maiden. Yeah, the Iron Maiden. It just closes in, just fucking spikes. I can't believe I'm, I still have this on my screen. I'm looking at this. Yeah, this I mean, I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna scroll. I'm gonna scroll up in our Discord yeah. chat here. Just not look at that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we spent enough time on. <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah. So Super Sponge was a pretty good game, huh? I mean, it was hard as fuck. I mean, not as hard as SpongeBob probably is in those images, but you yeah. know, uh, sure. Why would they do that? I don't know. That sounds like a pretty strange thing to do to put in your children's game. But like, I, I mean, they're probably assuming no one's ever going to open this shit and look. So they might as well, which granted, it took them a long time to figure this out. Yeah. Uh, another game that I had on our Genesis back in the day was uh, Tiny Toons Adventures. Oh, my it God. It was like this. Uh, it was like this, uh, you know, 2D platformer, because that's just kind of what you did with your with your properties. Exactly, um, like a 2D platformer where like the end goal is not clear. Mm -hmm. You go up and snake around and like jump through trees and like down in the bushes and shit. Yeah, and then you just kind of like you just meander around and you eventually find the end. Yeah, so uh, I imagine it's one of those. Am I am I close? I mean, the, the it was it had a pretty fine. It had an all right uh, left to right progression, especially in the beginning stages. Um, but like it had a little bit of a Sonic in it in that. Uh, Buster, you were playing as Buster, would pick up a lot of speed as you ran through. That's his momentum. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit momentum based. Uh, so it was it was pretty fun though. Another game for the Genesis that was hard as fuck is uh is Animaniacs, right? Because it was like you were controlling all the you know you were controlling the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister. Um, all three at once. Yeah, well, I mean, you would kind of like uh. You know how in Smash Brothers, when you pick a uh, Pokemon trainer, oh, you just transform into the other guy. Well, no, they are—they're all on screen together, but um. Uh, so, so it's like Ed, Ed and Eddie, more like. You ever play Ed, Ed and Eddie on the PS2? No, no, I want it. It's to. basically that, like, it's all three Eds on the screen at once, and you just kind of cycle through them. Right, right, right. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, and they each have their own abilities, and like maybe this is because I was just kind of a brain dead kid, but like. Why why was there such a strong puzzle element to this game? <laughs> you know? Like, it's a game about the fucking three wackiest characters this side of fucking Hollywood. And you got them doing puzzles and shit. Like, why not just have them just fucking run around and do crazy shit? Why is Yakko's ability to push crates? That's fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> why is it? Because is he the tall one? Yeah, he is the tall one, I guess. There you go. He pushes crates, obviously. I guess. His thing is that he gacks, though. Yakko yaks. He yaks like he throws up? No, he like, you know, <laughs> he's like the talking one. Oh, so he's the talky guy. Yeah, he's the talky so guy. So is Cracko is the, the smaller one? I, I'm not too familiar with Wacko, Cracko, and Yakko, right? <laughs> it's uh, it's Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Dot, and then their fourth brother, Cracko, of course. Yeah, then... Cracko, the, the cloud from Kirby, of course. Yeah, um, <laughs> Cracko Jr., um, but then Wacko's thing is that he's from Liverpool for some reason, and he eats a lot. 
and then Dot is 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 the girl. Right, of course. I mean, so I imagine in Animaniacs the show there were a lot of crates. Yeah, yeah, so many. Yeah, crates. they just pushed a crate every once in a while, like <laughs> it was integral to his character. Hey, kids, we we just uh we just did the song about the multiplication tables in the countries of the world. Uh, I'm gonna push this crate now. Fuck you. <laughs> just gonna push this crate five feet to the right, and we're just gonna keep going. Yeah. <laughs> do you like like listen to music while you're working? Are you able to do that? I mean, in the in between calls. Yeah. Like 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 lo-fi chill hip hop beats to study to live stream no, just I, on your headphone while the call is going? No, I gotta pause it. <laughs> you uh, can't like even if it's instrumental and like low in the back, you can't do it? I mean I just Or you're like not allowed to. Um well I work from home, so I mean Oh, so you can do whatever you uh, want. I can be smoking black tar heroin if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, like when when I was in training, right? You know, make sure you don't smoke, you know, near the equipment. And I'm like, I work from home. Like, like you know, what's the equipment? They're like, oh, you know, be work appropriate, you know, wear work appropriate clothing. Attire, you know, for an audio call. Yeah. Like, yeah, workplace appropriate is just my house. I'm just going to wear fucking underwear if I want to. Listen, listen, buddy, buddy, you're lucky if I'm not naked. Right. Yeah, like if you got a meeting, like a video conference, you put a polo shirt on, you're good. Yeah, you don't I mean, need pants. I put on a t-shirt. You're sitting at a desk for Christ's sake. You can just sit there. Yeah. You don't need nothing underneath. You don't know what I got. Exactly. And, and like, here's the thing: a lot of jobs can, a lot of office work can be done from home. No one cares. Yeah, hundred percent, no doubt. But you know that that's a avenue of control that they don't want to give up. No, not to sound like conspiratorial. No, no, you're hundred percent true. I just, I just lived it for the past two years. Yeah. I worked as a as a transportation engineering intern. What does that even mean? Like, like, not not to insult you, but like, what the fuck does no, that even yeah, mean? No, yeah, no, I don't know what it means. It's there's data about the cars, uh-huh. and then they bring the data. Like, we have to go download it from some website or another. They have technology and all the fucking street light oh areas God. that that just kind of record the cars as they go by, and then we have to report. Hey, how long does it take to get from Glades Road to Powerline? And then it'll be like, oh, it took it took six point nine minutes, uh, and on average, this this month. And then it was just a bunch of Excel, a bunch of data. Yeah. I mean, I did. Granted, I did have a lot of time for podcasts while I was doing it. That sounds that sounds like a distinct benefit. It is. It definitely sounds a lot more pleasurable than working at a call center. No offense, <laughs> but like, I'm sure you you agree. Um. So here's the thing, right? Like, I have a. I'm a pretty friendly guy, right? But I need to be friendly on my terms. Yeah, you just can't kiss ass to somebody that you don't respect. I don't like talking to people that I don't like talking to, right? That's true. That's that's one disadvantage, I would say, to working where I was at, because I was at an office. Mm-hmm. I had to drive there every ha- like every day. I had to be there at 7.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. And then I, I was there with my coworkers, some of whom I liked a lot, some of whom not so much. And my boss was just, he's a good guy. He's a very smart man. He taught me a lot while I was there. Yeah. But, like, you know, he would get into these moods, right? He would just fucking, he's just like, oh, I want rounded corners on this button. 
Because I, like, fucking... Like, it's it's not just graphs. It's also, like, interactive fucking websites for the graphs. And he's like, hey, this button that takes you to the other page, just make that a rounded corner. Why? And then he, he re- like, like, just shit like that. Like, oh. just the most minute fucking bullshit. And then he, like, he doesn't know how complicated that is. And yeah. he just, yeah, like, he doesn't really, because he doesn't know the software. He pays me to know the software kind of deal. So I try to explain to him why I can't do it. And he's like, oh, I don't want excuses. I want a fucking rounded corner. Fucking wants his fucking rounded corners. You know, like some generic ass fucking name oh. guy. Like, oh, like, I don't know who that is. Like, you talk about him like. <laughs> so Okay, so here's the thing, right? Here, Here's how I feel about corporate structure. I know my coworkers, right? I know the people that are on my level. I know my supervisor. I know that that guy, I know that guy's my boss. I know that I know that that guy works with these guys who are other people's bosses. If I go one step above my boss, you're fucking no one to me, man. Yeah. You're... Right, exactly. That's the same deal. Who exactly are the you? same deal. No, it's even more it's even more because like there's only nine of us in the office, but we work with other firms in oh the state. Oh, my God, yeah. So, like, we don't know. Like, I'm in a different fucking part of the state as this other guy. So, I've never seen him before in my life. I just know his name. I've seen his photograph on his resume, and that's it. Yeah. And, like, yeah, back when I was a dishwasher, right, I would know my brother, the manager. I would know the line cooks. I'd know the waitresses, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The owner would come in. I'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, you mean the guy that fucks up my french fry boxes? You know? He just comes <laughs> in, fucking messes with the things in the deep freeze, the area that I fucking, you know, deal with, and then just leaves in a big red car? Oh, that guy? Yeah, sure, I have a lot of respect for him. Exactly, yeah, it's the same deal. Like, he just don't know anything. Yeah. Um, but the moment that I'm like, haha, so relatable to a Gilbert comments is when I uh, pull a Hemingway. <laughs> I can't let myself be that, you know? Yeah, you know, I, that's exactly why I left. Yeah. Recently. Because you saw a Dilbert comic and you were like, oh, I saw a Dilbert cool. comic and I was like, yeah, no, this is like my life now. I can't let this be my life. And I just kind of. <laughs> you you know what? Brave. I made it out of it. I I got out of there. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. I saw my opportunity and I took it. Yeah, absolutely. Because, <laughs> like, last thing I want is to wake up, be fucking 40, and just look in the mirror and be like, oh, fuck, I got to go to work. I'm late for work. Like, that is not. I don't want to live like that. N- not not going to lie. I thought you were going to say I look in the mirror and my ties, like, pointed up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would have been so much better. Um, that would have been so much better. Fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, so um, part of the reason why we've, we've joined up, joined forces this evening, is because we have a... We're part of this little little writer's group. Oh, yeah, that we are. So basically, um, Mr. Ace and I are both big fans of the show called Story Lords. This podcast called Story Lords. And... They have a Discord server, which the two of us met on, because there's a writer's club in there, 
based on yeah so like we have two prompts and we're gonna write a story i believe we're we're disclosing those on the 15th right uh the, the 15th is our date of submission date of submission so i say we should probably like record around that day yeah next time join up join up we each have a story written about what were those prompts princesses and disasters i believe yes it was but anyway what what we were trying to get at is we each are going to be writing a short story and then kind of kind of old school style yeah and it's going to be a fun little time this you know this formula has been shown to work yeah i mean like when did fantasy fiction start like 10 years ago yeah and people's like this has been a part of our lives for like 10 years yeah that's like that's like almost half my life that i've just been around this this format mm -hmm. yeah and it's just like it's 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 fucking it's the best thing and in the world right here doing this we as a species have been telling stories for as long as we've been a species that's correct. That's true. Ever since we formed words, Ever like we had we to do stuff with them. Paintings, like that's true. Yeah. You ever watch Primal? Uh, no, but I should. It's a fucking. Oh, they they have a third season coming out soon. Oh boy, it looks it looks it looks it looks really intense though. Jendi Tartakovsky, brilliant, it brilliant man. Yeah, it looks intense in a way that uh, Samurai Jack isn't. You, yes, you, you know what 100%, I mean. Hundred percent, you're right. It's a caveman and a T Rex. Yeah, they don't got swords. They don't have. They don't have samurai discipline. They don't have any of that. They're a fucking caveman with a rock. Yeah, and a T Rex is just biting fucking limbs off left and right. There's blood. There's fucking just everything. It's visceral. It's violent. It's beautiful. It's the best fucking. And there's no dialogue at oh. all in the entire show. It's a caveman, you see, so they don't speak. Yeah. This is before, like, like uh, he's a primitive male. Language. And a T-Rex, obviously, isn't going to talk either. So it's just a lot of, like, a lot of the music mm -hmm. and, like, the, the pauses, like, the, the facial expressions all have to do the storytelling for you. Gotcha. And it's a really, really interesting way to do it. I don't think I could, in this audio format, there's no way I could make something like that work with no dialogue. That'd be insane. But just you just like it's just like a thirty minute long just fucking sound effects and music only and like grunts and like roars and shit like I how would that work? Yeah, no, that's a great April Fool's joke actually. Fuck man, my April Fool stuff is great. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if yeah, uh, uh, what's it called. I did one where I <laughs> I spoke. I did that first episode. I did it in Spanish. Oh, you know Spanish? I don't know Spanish. Oh. So I had Google Translate open, and I just translated the script, and I just did, like, the first five minutes of the episode, and it took me 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Because I was just so fucking confused. Yeah. I had no idea what I was saying, but every once in a while, it would be like, uh, la teta de orco, and I'd be like, oh, that's where I'm at, and i just start fucking cracking up. Oh, my God. That, that does sound funny. But, yeah, speaking of... Uh, dinosaur-based media. If you haven't checked out Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, do yourself the favor. It's very Moon good. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, it's on Disney Channel. Expound. Yeah, it's on Disney. But you know, if you if you know if you know, you know, if you know someone with a password, just yeah, get in yeah, there. Or if you uh, if you uh, get it off the back of the internet truck, as it were. Ah, it's a pirate's life for ye, eh, matey? <laughs> fucking what show i just watched a fucking what was it called unicorn something oh unicorn warriors eternal 
Warriors Eternal, you, you oh Jenny Kartakovsky once again yeah. fucking knocked it out. That show's even that show's great too. It's hard to compare them though, because Primal is this completely different thing. Mm-hmm. But this other show is just like it's there's a wizard, there's a fucking steam what's it called steampunk robot creature, mm-hmm. and there's an elf, and then there's like it's 1880s London, but it's also the future, but it's also fantasy. Oh yeah, and there's oh, a it's fucking listen, wild. Listen, I uh, I love the kitchen sink. All right, so um, not to not not to uh, stroke my own horn here about my setting again, but um, I have Jatsel take uh, split up into five uh, provinces, right? Mm-hmm. So you got your high fantasy province, right? You got your pirate province. You got your like um I'm gonna call it like uh Wuxia uh you know that's like your that's like your journey to the west like yeah like your eastern fantasy type thing um then you got your horror province where the, that's where all your spooky scary skeletons and vampires are uh-huh. and, and everything so you just have like it's just like a like a Thanksgiving turkey hand puppet. And just each of the each of the five islands is just its own separate little area. And and then you the last province I have is that's where you put like your Conans. That but that's also where you put like your sci-fi stuff. Gotcha. Too. So like there's just one island off to the side that just like had the technical technological expansion first. So it's um <laughs> so it is a That's why so there's a plenty of room there's so much room for activities right. in there. So it's called El Torio, right? And it's split mm-hmm. into between the frozen Norths and the scorching Souths, right? And it's the mm-hmm. uh, uh, it got fucked up by a mage war, right? So it's kind of that's where you get like your post apocalypses. That's where like you know you could have your bone car bone buggies or whatever. Oh fuck, bone Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, you can have your bone Mad Maxes there. You can have your Conan types there. Um, because the frozen north, you can have your red Sonias, uh, right? And then also to yeah. the side, um, that's where you get like fallen starships, you know, like and a bunch of like crazy sci fi's. And like, yeah, fucking, there's guns in my setting because fuck you, I don't care, man. Fuck yeah, I mean, I'm like, the more you explain on this, on this, on this land that you've laid out for me and like the more i'm looking forward to that story and this isn't even getting into the fact that i fucking love a precursor race and like ancient lost technology shit you must give me 69 chaos emeralds yeah whatever the precursor orbs like, and i shall give you the power cell yeah yeah so like <laughs> that fucking guy is there he's just in the corner yeah he's like, you walk up to him at a bar and that's all he says yeah. he just wants his orbs so bad yeah, so like, so then I have like crazy like, you know, if if I need someone to use a touchscreen thing, right? That's Forger's. It's there. Yeah, that's Forger's tech. Uh, I, exactly. Yeah, like like Breath of the Wild rules. They have a fucking iPad that Link carries around. Yeah, whatever. Fucking uh, motherfucking uh, it's <laughs> like my current the current story I'm writing. Uh, uh, I'm doing. I want like a young teenager character, right? So they have a Walkman. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a good... right because I want to do some <laughs> diegetic music jokes. I like that. Yeah, 
so like a rule that I have um, is um, not too much social media, right? And yeah, just like little references to it every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But like, yeah, it's um, like there's enough of that in real life. You don't need it, to li- listen to. You don't need to watch, read a story about a guy fucking scrolling X or whatever, right? Right. Ugh. Or Twitter. I'm so, like, uh, I'm sorry. My favorite letter. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not calling it the Unicode letter X. That's true. All right, it's Twitter. It's just such a it dumb has... fucking idea. It's just like, hey, like, you it's, went. How do you fuck with the the blue Twitter bird? How do you fuck with that? It's so recognizable. So you went from tweeting something, right? Something you only did on Twitter, to posting something. Yeah, they changed that which too. Which is something you do on every fucking website. That is like they're just removing their like brand entirely. Because he wants it to be the everything website. And it shouldn't be. Fucking, I have a skit on Wizard Scroll Nights that you're listening to this on right now. Oh, wow. Called, Dude, Your Rooster's Trending on Twitter. And it's one of my, like, my top ten most listened to episodes ever. Mm -hmm. And it's just a two-minute skit of just, Dude, your cock's trending on Twitter. And that's the premise. That was like the only thing we had written down before we started recording. That's really funny. And then we just had a whole skit off of that. That's and funny. now like the whole joke is ruined because it's called fucking X now. <laughs> in our in our in our hearts, it'll always be called Twitter. I'm sorry, I'm gonna dead name your stupid website you bought because you <laughs> lost a game of billionaire chicken. Are you looking forward to that fucking boxing match though in the Coliseum? Fucking uh <laughs> Elon Musk. And Mark Zuckerberg are going to have a boxing match. I want them to do an anime cross jab, right? And then they're just both on the ground and they maybe don't get up. That would be like they just both train under the same master to learn the fucking like one finger death punch. Yeah, they do it to each other. And then they just do it to each other. Like the first blow of the match, they just both drop dead instantly in front of millions, in front of billions of people watching at home. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's the, it's the best timeline, and I, uh, you know, I really like Star Trek. I'm an optimist, believe it or not. Uh, optimist. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I'm like a bloody optimist, right? Like, I'm more of a Bumblebee fan myself. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, my my favorite my favorite Transformers, Grimlock. Me Grimlock. Me Grimlock, not kisser. Me Grimlock, am king. I like the one that turns into the RC car in the movie. Uh-huh. Just the little fucking, like, joke yep. characters off to the side. Oh, yeah, the one that's like, zip, zip, zoom, that guy. Yeah, shit like that. Like, those are funny. Yeah. And the guy who's just a Mountain Dew uh, vending machine, that's always fun. Yeah. Um, Something I love to do. My friends get into things, right? And then I, because I'm their friend, will also get into these things mm. a little bit, you know? Dude, have you tried meth? It's just like Breaking Bad, bro. You gotta fucking... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Walter White, Blue, Meth, Jesse Pinkman? Um, Breaking Bad is a trans allegory. There, we there you go. go. There we go. <laughs> We've cracked the code. We, we, we did it. Could transition have saved Walter? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, 
Fucking, what would that show look like? Waltino White? Well, he would probably homebrew his own HRT, right? <laughs> like, oh, okay, wait, no, hold on. Breaking Bad, but they're making <laughs> tea when he's based as fuck, actually. Do you ever see the Breaking Bad where they made popcorners for the commercial? <laughs> That's really funny. No, I haven't. Oh, it was on the Super Bowl this year. They were like, Jesse, it's time we make popcorners. What is a popcorner? It's like popcorn, but it's like triangles. Shut up! It's like a tr- it's 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 just a chip made out of popcorn, oh but it's God. just mushed together. It's like a Dorito style, and they're actually pretty good. But it's Are it's they? just the fun, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Here. It- oh fuck! I found it. Oh. <laughs> right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you the link to this. Watch it at the same time here. Oh boy. All right. Three, two, one, go. There he is, Walter White himself. They got the actual actor and everything. And there's Jesse. He's eating a yeah. fucking popcorner. They're air popped, not fried. Popcorners. What are these? We call them popcorners. Say their name. Oh my god. Yeah, and they played this on the Super Bowl. <laughs> popcorners. We've got six signature flavors, y'all. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, that's that. Uh, this is something that happened. This is this exists. Sure. Like it seems like a fucking AI f- made fever dream or something. Uh, I mean, but this is what exactly it it exists in the world. So I feel like the world's a better place listen, because of I've it. I've seen AI generated commercials. They're a fucking nightmare of our own. Oh, they're horrifying. And I think I think that's the only thing that a commercials and b AI should be used for. Right, making commercials. Yeah, I think they should be, but like specifically night nightmare commercials. Yeah, it's it's good for that for sure. Like all the advancements in in technology and like quantum computing and shit. We don't need any of that. We just need the horrifying commercials. Uh, I mean, I guess what I, I guess what I mean is I was talking more about we don't need resurrecting dead actors. Oh yeah, totally. Just fuck that. If I'm dead, I'm dead, and I want the mushrooms to eat me. I mean, James Earl Jones did sell Disney the rights to do it, <sighs> so he's gonna be Darth Vader in in for Infinity. God, no. So I'm sure there's other. I'm sure there's other actors who are gonna opt in. No, uh, but it's good that they're choosing to do it. Yeah, it's I, better that way that they choose to do it rather than fucking just they just do it without paying or anything like that. I I, I guess I don't know. I. I, and like James Earl Jones, he's getting up there in age, so he's he's just he's just hedging his bets here. Why are we still here? Just to suffer. Just to suffer. Every night I feel my leg and my arm and my eyeball and my nutsack. Snake. Every night my dick and balls, I feel them. <laughs> I feel it. We'll make butt plugs from their ashes, carry them <laughs> with us into battle. <laughs> I actually really like that scene from Metal Gear Five. Oh my! They did they did that in that movie? Um, in those in that show in that game? Uh, well, I mean, they uh, they made butt plugs. No, no. Uh, so, so your your character, a pandemic goes around the the base, right? And you have to kill your buds, right? Everyone that you've painstakingly recruited, uh, throughout the game, mm-hmm. right? You have to actually pull the trigger yourself, and they ask you to. Um, and then you hold a funeral for them and they have to be cremated because they're a biohazard and you're about to throw them into the ocean 
and your character says like no no i can't do that uh does a weird kojima thing where he takes the ashes and puts it on his face um and he's like we'll make diamonds from your from your ashes no i won't scatter your sorrow to the heartless sea so then they make diamonds from the ashes of these fallen soldiers and they carry them into battle with them and that's why they're the diamond dogs that is that's some lore right there Holy fucking shit, that's so sad. That's so deep. Kojima is a mad artist. Wouldn't the diamonds, like, still have the virus in him, though? Like, he spread the ashes on his face. Like, what if he just caught, he caught whatever virus and died right there? I, I don't The moment, don't worry about it. Right, yeah, no, it was sad. It was beautiful. Artistic resonance. What about in fucking Metal Gear Solid 4 when he's, like, climbing through that microwave uh, ladder? Oh, and all that sad shit that happens. Like, I remember, like, uh, when I was a child, I watched, like, a top 10 gaming YouTube video from, like, 2011. Uh-huh. Top 10, like, saddest gaming moments or something. And then when that scene of the fucking Metal Gear Solid came on, I actually started crying. Yeah, no, fucking... Like, in bed, like, on my phone at, like, 11.30 when I should have been asleep. The snakes had a hard life. Yeah, and then he's like old man snake, and then he's just fucking dead yeah. from radiation and shit. Uh, Metal Sad. Gear is a really great movie. I'm bad at stealth games, though, so I watch the videos on YouTube. I mean, like, the amount of cutscenes in those games, it might as well be a movie. Yeah. It's crazy, but, like, that's, like, it's beautiful, and it's awesome that they do that. Yeah, I mean, I like the um, Platinum Game uh, spinoff, Metal Gear Solid Revengeance. Where you're playing as cyborg, oh, the... yeah. Where you're playing as cyborg yeah. Raiden, and it's time yes, for death the fucking... to literally the, the fucking the cybernetic. Like he's like literally like ninety percent robot. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like and he just has the fucking just... giant katana that slices fucking oh. giant buildings in half and shit. That game's fucking rad. Yeah, no, that game's amazing, and it's smarter than people realize. Like it actually says things. Also, it lets you kill a senator. More video games should let me get kill people in governments. In video games, of course. I'm sorry. In, in video games. I'm just saying that, you know, it would provide a certain catharsis a in nice, our day and age. A nice outlet, if you will. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the... There was this Flash game called Whack Your Boss. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> that fucking game. game. I remember one time, I literally... I, I pulled up... It was like a Markiplier Let's Play mm-hmm. of fucking Whack Your Boss. And I, like, had it open at work. And I was showing my coworkers because one day my boss just said some really fuck Like, he just pissed me off really bad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, guys, check this out. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> no. Um... It was a Markiplier because the game itself, you can't really play it anymore because Flash, it kind of went kaput. Uh, a fucking Library of Alexandria burned within our lifetime with that. I'm sorry. That that might be a little dramatic to say, but like yeah, that was like a whole media. Like that was a whole medium. Yeah. And it's just true. gone. I mean, like if you download the files, I'm sure you could look at it on a computer I mean, if you have Flash yeah. installed. Yeah. But, but like uh, yeah, you're right. Like you can't like access it via browser anymore. It's like it's yeah. gone. Like, all those, like, Cartoon Network.com fucking video games and shit. Yeah. Like, all that's just missing. I mean, there like, is... What are kids doing now? I mean, I guess they're just on their phone, like, there... looking at Subway Surfer videos and shit. I mean, like, 
I watched stupid SSMs or because like there's that skibbity toilet thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, no, I watched stupid SFMs too. It's the same thing. Who cares, right? Like the the thing about generations is that everything's a little bit cyclical like that. So yeah, like like, like we're a, like we're like relatively adults now. Yeah, we look back at these children. Like, what the fuck are they looking at? Yeah, we don't get it. They, and meanwhile, like when when like I used when, to be with when, it, but then they changed what it was. What it is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine like our like older generation here, like the people in their thirties now, look back at us as kids. Like, what are these kids doing? They don't know how it was back in the nineties, back in the good old Ugh. early fucking ninety two when I had AOL and it sounded like a fucking robot was just dying in my arms every time I opened up the computer. I mean like, yeah. And like it just keeps on going back and back and back. It's the same shit, like up until like that first guy was like, Hey, I'm pretty great. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so strange. You know, time, it just... It's like in like in the good old Smash Mouth. It keeps on coming, and it don't stop coming. Absolutely. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. What do you say on, on the topic of time moving forward? What do you say we, 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 we wrap this up here now and we meet back up in a few weeks with, with our stories yeah. written? Yeah, no, that's... I'm, I'm looking like... And you were explaining your whole fucking world back there, and I, I've got high hopes... I mean, what you're I, come out with. I mean, it's uh, you've gassed yourself up quite a lot, so oh I'm God. expecting a home run right oh, off the start. Oh, good lord. <laughs>